Hey everybody, welcome to episode 57 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. So thanks everyone for joining us again for another episode of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. This is going to be the last one for this year, for 2019. Uh, We're going to take a bit of a break over uh, the holiday period, but we'll be back with you in January, bringing you more security news and more update details and that kind of thing. But uh, this week, yeah, Joe and I are actually going to have a chat about uh, a listener question around what a usual day in the life looks like for members of the Ubuntu security team. And that's a really good chat uh, that'll be coming up a bit later. But first, we'll do our usual roundup of security updates for the past week. So during the past week, there have been 34 unique CVEs that the Ubuntu security team has addressed in the supported Ubuntu releases. Uh, first up, we had an update for Samba. This was for our trusty extended security maintenance customers or 1404 extended security maintenance. Uh, in this case, uh, it is the same update that we released for uh, the standard releases uh, last week, uh, which I talked about back in episode 56. Uh, but this detailed yeah, two different CVEs in Samba. So if you want to know more about that, uh, go listen back to episode 56. We also had an update for RabbitMQ. This is the advanced message queuing protocol library uh, implementation, uh, kind of similar to MQTT, but different different specs, uh, but similar sort of functionality. In this case, they had a possible integer overflow when handling uh, the connection state header frame. And so this could be sent uh, to the client from a rogue server and it could uh, specify a really large value for uh, the frame size. And so then when the client went to calculate the target size, it would overflow uh, that calculation. So basically used a value uh, almost you know, greater than an unsigned integer, maximum unsigned integer, which is you know four gig, uh, that would overflow it. And then you would end up allocating a really small buffer and then it would go to copy in the frame data and you would uh, uh, overflow the heap buffer that it had allocated. And again, because this is used Using a TACA controlled supplied data, uh, you could get probably uh, remote code execution as a result. Uh, but yeah, that has been fixed for RabbitMQ in Xenial and Bionic. Uh, this isn't an issue though if you are connecting to trusted servers, because obviously you're going to trust what they're sending you. Uh, we also had an update for Graphics Magic in Xenial, 15 different CVEs that were fixed in this. Uh, I talked last about uh, Graphics Magic updates only back in episode 55, so two episodes ago. And uh, this is just more of the same, really. Uh, so there have been a lot of outstanding CVEs in Graphics Magic for a while that the team is now uh, addressing. So yeah, a big backlog to catch up on, but yeah, the usual kind of memory corruption things that we see in these uh, big C code bases. Uh, but yeah, if you wanna know more about like, this kind of thing, go listen back to episode 55. Uh, and last up, we had an update for OpenJDK. So 16 different CVEs that were fixed in this. Uh, and this is for all of the uh, standard support releases. That is uh, Azenial, Bionic, Disco, and Eowyn. Uh, this is an update to the latest sort of upstream micro releases for OpenJDK 8 and OpenJDK 11 uh, in those releases. And as I say, 16 different CVEs were fixed across those updates. And this is, uh, again, sort of a mix of different things that we see, uh, you know, kind of buffer overflows, possible null pointer dereferences, and then a bunch of other kind of denial of service issues due to different application logic that could crash on, you know, unhandled exceptions and that kind of thing. So yeah, if you want more details, uh, go check out uh, the USN for that, USN 4223. Uh, so yeah, we're going to keep this one a bit brief this week on security updates. And that's it for this week on security updates. Uh, so next up, Joe and I uh, had a chat about what a day in the life looks like for uh, an Ubuntu security team member. Hey Joe, how's things? 
Things are awesome, Alex. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's really hot over here this week, but besides that, uh, yeah, things are great. It's really cold over here. It's like 20 degrees, but it's very sunny and the skies are blue, so that that's kind of good, which is why you're wearing a t-shirt and I'm wearing a, uh, a knit cap. <laughs> yeah. So when you say 20 degrees, that's Fahrenheit, right? That's Fahrenheit, which is like, yep. what, five about? Uh I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cold. It doesn't like, even get that cold here. So, really? uh, yeah, the coldest we would get, uh, you know, for a, a daytime maximum would be, I don't know, 11, 12 degrees Celsius uh, here in Adelaide. Well, interesting because so so I'm, I'm in Moab right now. And in the summer, we'll get, you know, 100, 105 degree days. But we'll also yep. get a, a two month long winter where we'll get some cold days. Um, yep. But then it starts being warm again. So, um and I know everybody tuned into this podcast to hear us talk about the weather. But oh, yeah. are you still are you still reading um, Fall by Stevenson? I still, ha- I still haven't even started it. Okay, because <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna need a report on that. Yeah, because yeah. no, I'll get it, to it. But like I, th- I think I said last episode, I'm gonna unfortunately I'm gonna go back and read Reindeer again first, so that I it all kind of I don't know I don't I I never liked the idea of reading something and being like ah oh, but I'll miss something because I you know I read that thing years ago and I won't remember the finer details mm-hmm. so yeah I think because yeah, so I think I read this synopsis I, I read the summary um, and it said that you didn't really need to know the story because ah, okay. Dodge Dodge is the character I think yeah. he was um, in it but that um, sounds familiar I, I'm not sure like you I would want to do that because I I realized that the Expanse is now on Amazon again and. I read the first two books a long time ago, so I, I, I started, I was like, well, I should get to book three. So I started um, reading, you know, sort of the Wikipedia summaries of books one and two, and I was like, yeah. did I read these? So I'm starting again on The Expanse book one, um, but I'm also reading a very non-sci-fi book about a murder in a national park. So um, I'm going back and I'm you know, going out of my usual area of, of sci-fi for a mystery. So cool. We'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, last week we had asked people, do you have any uh, thing you want us to cover in um, the the podcast? And so um, Real Technophile had asked, what's a day in the life of the, the Ubuntu security team look like? So I think that's an awesome question. And, uh, yeah. and we'll go over that. Actually, if you, um, if you are, if this doesn't um, satisfy all of your your questions there should be a podcast from maybe august where we interviewed uh jamie stramboge and that could help add even more um yep uh more light on this so we do a lot of things i think one of the first questions was um do we do we actually do the operational security for canonical and we actually don't we help um guide and um and give input wherever we can, but we are not charged with that. We're charged with securing Ubuntu. Um, and so the IT team at Canonical is in charge of um, corporate security, but we help wherever we can. We're always more than willing to help. In fact, I would say we probably bother them with how much we want to actually help because you know we're just super stoked on this stuff. That's why we're here. Um, you know, then the other yeah, thing is ultimately can, we, yeah. we want to make sure that Ubuntu is secure and part of that is the infrastructure that Canonical provides. So we want to make sure that what Canonical is providing is secure and that we can deliver Ubuntu securely as a result. And that I guess that feeds into other Canonical products as well. Um, you know, we've done security reviews of things like Microcates and uh, Juju and, and those sorts of things that are Canonical products too, but aren't necessarily, you know, Ubuntu itself 
Yeah, and then you know that's a good point. Um, we we also take a a very good look at anything that is used to build Ubuntu or build our products. So while we don't do you know I'll say day to day corporate um, security, we do make sure that the anything that that's going to make it into an ISO, for lack of a better term, is is secure. So that whole infrastructure, so the end to end. In fact, you know, we came up with things like our uh, our software development software development lifecycle security perspective that we trained um, our developers on. Um, uh, we also do, like you said, we do threat models for our products. Um, and for that, we actually um, we use the Stride methodology. So if you're familiar with that, that's what we use. Um, I kind of like it because it's a lightweight one. But then, um, you know, we have a sort of a daily task, which is looking at all the new CVEs that come in. So that's our CVE triage. Um, and then, obviously, there's patching. So every day, people are patching software. So that's patching um, what's in our LTSs, what's in our interim releases. Um, you know, we have our ESM offering, which is... Uh, security for things beyond five years as well as some universe packages uh the top thousand um and we make sure those are patched as well then uh we do snap reviews so you know our snap uh, our snap store and anything gets put into it um there are reviews to make sure that they can be made available to uh to you the users um actually i made a really cool snap last week I was delivering one of our uh, secure coding talks, and how I I was tired of ex- tired of explaining uh, what certain attacks were. So I just snapped together some vulnerable code and some patched code, and um, in the middle of the talk, I said, "Well, just snap install SecTrain and f- go to this URL, and you can try these things yourself, or run this command and try this buffer overflow." So um, you know, that obviously had to make it through our review tools. Then uh, there's bug response. Um, Alex, you do a bit more of the bug response than I do. Can you add some insight yeah, so, there? Yeah, uh, so uh, as Ubuntu, we obviously get a lot of bugs filed uh, against all the different packages that are in Ubuntu. And when you file a bug, you can mark it as security relevant and you can even mark it as private as well. And those are, um, you know, you can either have it security or private or both security and private. And so as the security team, we get automatically notified of all of the security bugs. Uh, and so we're able to see those and we triage those as they come in. And so often uh, or sometimes we get users marking a bug as security just because they think, well, you know, I've reported this. This has maybe some identifying information about me and I don't want everyone being able to see it. So they mark it uh, security or private as a result. And so we need to um, you know, help them understand uh, that in general, you know, the, the uh, bug reporting tools are quite good at sanitizing what they capture and making sure that it doesn't contain identifiable information. But we do actually do a manual review as well to make sure um, before anything does get marked public. And we, uh, you know, we check with the reporter as well if they're happy to have their bug marked public. Uh, but often we can get uh, you know things reported to us that are you know real security bugs, and then it's a matter of working with uh, the reporter and maybe upstream projects to help uh, understand you know is this uh, say an Ubuntu specific bug or is it actually you know in the upstream package itself and therefore we need to disclose it to them and work with upstream to develop a fix or you know deploy the fix and notify other distros all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, bug triage is a certainly important role that we do. As you said, CVE triage is the other kind of main 
one where yes we're looking at all the incoming cdes and d- deciding yes this one you know it, it gets reported against i don't know libtiff let's say and it turns out that libtiff is in ubuntu but it's actually also vended into so there's a copy of libtiff in other packages in ubuntu and so then we need to mark those all as being affected so we have our cve tracker that stores that information and then uh, as joe said that's what then we use to decide okay this is then the packages that need updating because they have outstanding cvs and, and we decide on the priority of those and which should be done in which order and um yes there's that that is a lot of things we do every day but we do even more so we do um we do our um main inclusion reviews so before any package makes its way into uh, ubuntu main it is first reviewed by the engineers who um sort of our archive admins then it's reviewed by the security team to make sure it meets certain standards um this is automated and manual, and we use um, commercial tools and in-house tools. We don't rely on just one thing. We want to make sure we've got a well-rounded coverage of it. Um, then also, if you want to know more about the main inclusion reviews, I had Seth Arnold, uh, our, one of the main guys on the security team, who does a lot of that work. Uh, he came on the podcast and talked about it back in episode thirty-two. Very nice. Yes, Seth is a code analysis machine. It's impressive um and this comes to our next thing we do a lot of community work so whether that is a comment in irc or in our uh security discourse or somewhere else we have um or emails into our uh security at ubuntu um we have folks look at um that and respond every day because we want to make sure you know above all else ubuntu is a community of users um so then uh (laughs) You know, we have other things that aren't sort of our, our general packaging, but we've got a bunch of products that we, as um, the security team, make. So we've got robotics. Um, we've got our ESM tooling. Um, we also have people working on certifications. So whether that's CIS, Common Criteria, FIPS, um, Disestig. So, and then um, we are a company. So some people sit in meetings. <laughs> um, I think me more so than anyone else. But, um, you know... Uh, you probably just heard me talk about, you know, or not me, but you heard Alex and I talk about a lot of things. Um, and it might seem like any one person couldn't do all that in a day. And no, we have a really great team here at, at Canonical of security people um, who work on this every day. We've got rotations of things going through. Um, you know, one week maybe in CV triage or on community, etc. But um, people are working on different things. Um, I I feel super lucky to have people who've been here um for you know like up to a decade or even longer this is just so you've got people who know a bit about everything so we can go in and help each other on different tasks um but also they don't hold on to things they want to share it so new people who come on the team can get up to speed and be just as um uh, uh, great a contributor as they are so we have a lot of amazing engineers working essentially 24 by 5 on um on security here at Canonical. Yeah, no, as you said, too, it is a really good team. Uh, I guess it's really uh, surprised me. I'm not sure why, but it did, I guess, at just how welcoming everyone is and how happy they are to help and, like you said, not kind of hold on to things and really want to own it and uh, kind of exclude others from some things. Everyone seems to be really, uh, or everyone is really happy to share it and, you know, let everyone contribute and really be part of that team. Cool. Well, um, real technophile, I hope we um, we answered your question. Uh, and we also have other questions for us. You know, 
it's either um, Ubuntu underscore sec or um, at Joe Ubuntu or at Alex Murray. Yeah, Alex underscore Murray on Twitter. So you can you can find us all on Twitter. Uh, yeah, but uh, before we go, Joe, I just want to say this being the last episode of the year. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this thing and making it so much better. Uh, when I used to do it on my own, it uh, yeah it was pretty lonely. So it's awesome to have you on board and have uh, you know a much uh, wider perspective on security than just my narrow view. Well, well, I have to say thank you for including me. And thank you for um, adding a little professionalism to my rambling about security. So, um, but I don't know if folks know this, but you know, Alex and I are on complete opposite schedules. Um, what time is it there now, Alex? It's 10 a.m. It is almost 5 p.m. for me. Yep. So um, we are really fortunate in that Canonical is a distributed company, so we can find, I'll say, the best and most excited I don't know, passionate engineers yeah, passionate. who, um, yeah. yeah, who can, um, who can work on securing, you know, Ubuntu and we can work together. It doesn't matter what time. So the reason I bring this up is because if it weren't for this podcast, you and I would probably skip a few more of these meetings. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so every week this forces us to hang out for a long time. That force encourages us. Indeed. Yeah. Um, anyhow, everybody um, have an awesome end of year and a happy new year. And thanks for uh, listening uh, to us so thanks as always for that joe uh looking forward to doing this all again with you in 2020 all right so that reaches the end of this week's episode uh, and the end of the one security podcast for this year thanks as always everyone for listening uh for this year i hope we've been able to bring you some really informative content and uh, some insightful discussion on security issues as well uh in the meantime if you want to get in contact with us you can do so as usual by emailing us at security at ubuntu.com or if you want to chat with us a bunch of us probably still be hanging out in the ubuntu harden channel on the freenode irc network over the break uh, you can also use the Ubuntu Harden mailing list for a bit more asynchronous discussion or the security section on discourse.ubuntu.com. And finally, if you want to get in contact with us over Twitter and ask us your questions there, you can too at Ubuntu underscore sec. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening again for this year. Hope you all have a good break and some rest over the holidays. And we will catch you all in 2020 to do it all again. Bye.